Hello and welcome back to episode 5 of the Retrovision Dragon's Lair podcast. I'm Cameron Becker and I'm joined by my boy Camo on the mic over there. <laughs> How are you, Josh? Good, thanks, Cameron. Uh, stick around to the end of the podcast and I'll do a fire in the booth or something. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's good to be on the mic. Absolutely. And we're also joined, uh, he's requesting an introduction this week on the buttons, uh, Liam Hindle. How are you, mate? I'm good, guys. How are you guys? I'm good. We did get a note during the week that um, potentially... There was too much lamb on the podcast. Yeah. No, that's, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. That's why I'm on the back seat this year, so I'll just dial it back a touch more. That's Directing it. traffic. Exactly. Um, obviously, we're brought to you today again by Retrovision. Retrovision offers the best brands and the latest technology. From small appliances and white goods, you'll find the very latest from the world's best brands for school, work, and play. Camo, another ripper weekend of cricket just gone. Another great weekend. Uh, ones and fours managed to get results in the senior grades. Uh, twos and threes falling just short in different circumstances, unfortunately. And uh, some good wins in the juniors as well. So we'll jump into it. Absolutely. Uh, we'll head into the AR Advisors Round 5 review. Round 5 review. So we will start, as we do everywhere, with the first grade who remained undefeated. They are currently the undisputed first team on the one-day and two-day ladders for first grade, which is very good. Uh, had a 78-run win over... Mount Lawley on the weekend, but I really don't think that does the game sort of much justice in terms of how dominant we were. But we will get into that. So we won the toss and batted on our Saturday morning. Um, Breckler Park obviously has a bit of a reputation as being a good week to bat on, especially since they've relayed it. But mm. we did make it look that way. Um, unfortunately, we lost our two openers, Blair Walsh and Isaac Malentis early. So unfortunate for those boys. Yeah, um, it's there's always a lot of runs at Breckler, I think. So do you hear about what happened before the game? with? Uh, oh, I did not. I've rocked up right on the bell. Zach Ferris and his new baggy blue. So they had to obviously, first game of two-day cricket, had to have his baggy blue presented yep. to him. Um, they forgot it. Didn't take it up <laughs> to me. Yeah. So I'm sitting at home, just about to leave. I get a call from John Sanders going, Bex, can, can you do me a favour? And I was like, well, maybe. Where was it? Uh, in here. I had to come to the club. Oh, God. Yeah, so I drove here, grabbed, me, grabbed the cap, drove it up to Mount Lawley and presented it. Did you present it? it? I didn't present <laughs> yeah. it, unfortunately. I felt like I should have, but um, lucky I hadn't left home. I was unorganised. If I'd no, been you know, better put together on the weekend. Uh, like the podcast, the Career Club, who obviously has a pinch of being unorganised. <laughs> but yeah, we lose um, Blair and Isaac early. Then Shane Warnes joins Aaron Hardy, and those two boys are obviously in pretty good form. Um, Shane was actually dropped early at Square Leg. just sort of clipped one to Square Leg, um, to be honest. It looked like a fairly simple catch, <laughs> but it went down. Off, um, it was unfortunate then, but fortunate for us, because Shane and Aaron put on a 123-run stand and were really, really good, as we expect from those boys. It was awesome to watch. We were batting at the time while they were um, trying, uh, batting over there and just some of the shots they were playing, just leaning on smashing them down the ground. Shane was hitting these awesome drives. Just It was dominant. Yeah, Shane's very good down the ground. Um, well, Shane wasn't so good down the ground when he was on 56 and drilled one right to mid on and called Aaron through, which oh, I thought no. was a bit interesting. Um, <laughs> look, Shane looked upset in the aftermath. Like, yeah. we love Shane. I think I would hope he was more upset with himself than Aaron. Yeah. Like, he was quick out of the mark. He would have made it, but Aaron would have been caught well, well Oh, short. really? So, yeah, okay, throw right. to Shane's end, and unfortunately we lose Shane for 56, but continue some good form. Yeah, very nice to see, um, obviously coming back in, making some runs again, so very good. Uh, Caitlin Bond hasn't got much of a look at it this year, but he joined Aaron. Um, unfortunately, he wouldn't call it a lean trough of Bond, he just not much of a look yeah. again, but yeah, he um, unfortunately couldn't make too many, he's sort of out for 10, so I mean, Bond, we know how good he is, he'll yeah. come good eventually. I was going to say, he's the sort of bloke who'll step up when we don't have the others there as well yep. to make the runs, so good to have him in the back pocket. Absolutely, no doubt about that. So then we have John Sanders joining Aaron, and they put on a 111 run partnership, and Aaron just brings up the most like outstanding hundred you could possibly picture. Like there was a fairly 
close LBW shout early potentially, but from yeah. then it was like just chanceless and so, so good. Yeah, I, as I said, watching him from the other side, he was literally just playing him with absolute ease. Yeah, just whatever toyed with him, bullied yeah. him. Um, we'd say we run out of superlatives. I do have nine written down here. Nine. So um, <laughs> uh, Masterful, supreme, extraordinary, remarkable, incredible, phenomenal, exceptional, incomparable, and peerless <laughs> was uh, what came across my mind when I was sitting there on Saturday watching yeah, okay. Aaron. So, um, Aaron. Well, I think um, Bondi, I was walking off because we, we finished and we were watching them as he was walking off, watched the last over. Um, peerless. And <laughs> was, uh, what came across- <laughs> What's um, happened there? I think Lambo's just taken some sneaky footage for the uh I was trying Insta to take story. some behind-the-scene footage, but it managed to come through the old phone, so... <laughs> That's in front of the scenes footage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, yeah, we were walking off and we watched it, and Bondi said something like, that's probably the best innings I've seen in A-grade cricket. And I think he like took a half second and went, I think I've said that three times now in the last four <laughs> weeks. Like, we, we can't just keep bettering it, surely. Yeah, Darren just keeps... Impressing us all and making us all proud, really. So um, he did have a partner in John Sanders. So is that John's first first grade 50 he brought up? Um, yeah. 50, 57. 57, 57 yep. Yep, first first, first, grade, first grade 50. He's a beautiful player to watch, John. Like, just great hands, nice swing of the bat. Like He's just very good young player. Another good young yeah. player here at the tracks. It's so free-flowing. Like, yeah. he, does, he hits it so nice. I think it was his first ball as well on Saturday that everyone was around the bat for, I was looking over to. Yeah, that was... Um, well, was I was sitting with Rex. There? Rex found it quite interesting. It was like, um, might have been a Jazz or Hinchcliffe, one of their spinners. Yeah. And like, they had three sleeps, catching cover, catching mid-wicket. There was literally no no one further than 10 <laughs> metres away from the back. And John's just had right. I just wound up and slapped <laughs> it over a bit on. Like, it plugged a bit, but he got three. But it was so good. Yeah, I think that's a lesson learned for those boys. Um, we did lose John for 57, sort of, I guess you call it slogging bowl, trying to <laughs> sort of lift the run rate. But then we have um, Ollie Arkenstall joining the wicket with Aaron and... Yeah, well, he made a good 30 from 19 balls, um, including a pretty big six off Clint Hinchliffe. Just slog sweep was a beautiful shot. Oh, that's glorious. Cake's probably another one that hasn't had massive opportunities with the bat this year. So two-day cricket, suddenly those sort of blokes have a bit of a hit and, yeah, it's good to see him make some runs. So we'll jump back to Aaron, who, um, yeah, we lose Ollie, lose Wahiguru, Dylan and Matt Hanna, but Aaron just bats through the innings, finishes 179 not out. Like, there's, we've been poring over the record book, seeing where that figures in terms of highest first-grade score. I think we... Have Ollie Arkansas, Ollie Arkansas in like the 14s, whatever yeah. it was, making that 270. And um, It's the second highest yeah. first grade score on the my cricket. I know there's a few more, but we'll, we'll have yeah, to. Yeah, um, GB Hogg might have made it 270 one day. Daddy double yeah, done daddy double. way back when. Um, we might have to go back through the record books and see, but easily one of the best innings I think I've seen. And he finished off the day. He ran six twos in the last over. Yeah, I thought like. He might have been running out of petrol tickets a bit no. potentially. Not to be. Like, right. The shot that summed it up for me was he was on about 140, so a pretty good place to be. He must have yeah. seen him like watermelons. And like, it was one of their spinners, and they've got like a short midweek in, and he just clips it past him. And they've got like long on, might have been cow or square leg. Yeah. Like, between these three fielders, he's managed to intersect them perfectly. He just hit it at the perfect like, sort of pace, I suppose. Yeah. And he's ran three on 140, just like... Unreal. Unbelievable. So, L- yeah. Literally could sit here for uh, what, the second time <laughs> in three weeks, and I reckon we could spend half an hour just talking about that innings. But He'll uh, figure in some Becker Cantervert medal. Yeah, votes, I'm I sure. believe so. so um, yeah, eight for 340 there, really, really big score. And um, Sunday rolls around, and we did pretty well to defend it. So um, Zach Ferris claims both openers. His second wicket was actually a one-over spell. So he bowls <laughs> his first ball, he claims a wicket, and then... 
uh, Matty Hanna. We know Matty bowls a lot of overs. He wanted to be like swung around. Yeah. So Zach just got brought on for the one over, got the wicket, and got brought off, which I found a bit interesting. The partnership breaker. The partnership yeah. breaker, indeed. <laughs> so uh, then we have Ollie Arkansas coming to the attack, and uh, we know Clint Hinchliffe, like really good player, really attacking player. Um, I think Ollie came for him on Saturday, and Clint might have been eyeing him off and yeah. came for him on Sunday. Um, took eleven. Off his first over, so he won that battle, but um, Ollie won the war, getting him out, caught it long on, which nice. was interesting, yeah. Yeah, some um, they've got some good batting in that uh, Mal Ollie lineup as well, so you know, you see someone like Hinchcliffe come out and start hitting them, you go, <coughs> all right, 340 could be chased down here, sort of thing, so good to get him for not that many. Well, they do have some good batting in that lineup, and Ollie accounted for a lot of it, so obviously Darius De Silva and Stuart Walters, two like really outstanding yeah. cricketers in our competition, and he got both of them LBW, I believe, so. That drops Mount Lawley down to six for 91 as the sort of first session was drawing to a close and they needed the batter of run-up balls, so long, long way back from there. Yeah, um, uh, I was getting, you need to run a ball for 60 overs or whatever it is. Yeah, with four be, weeks yeah, ahead, yeah, tough Pretty hard, but... Um, against our bowling lineup. Yeah, they... Uh, it's just really, really good bowling there, isn't it? I, I, <laughs> yeah. To reduce a team of 691 at any point's really good, but to go when you're chasing 340. And it'd be easy to say, like, oh, we have runs to play with, you know, they're going to have to come harder than the last session. Exactly. Just on it. Like, no, nah, foot on the throat stuff. Like, yeah. Really put the foot down. But in terms of the foot on the throat, it might have come off a little from there. So there was a 65-run 7th seventh, seventh wicket partnership and an 84-run 8th wicket partnership. So... Look, the game probably drifted there a touch, but I don't think they were ever going to sort of really threaten the title, so probably can't blame the boys there after a really good performance in the first day and a half. Yeah, and to do that against the other undefeated team um, sort of just really stamped the authority of where we're at at the moment, I think, and it's awesome to see. Yeah, so they shake hands at nine down. Um, there was some obscure rule reason behind that, I'm not sure, but yeah, Bondi and Guru. I think that obscure rule was they bowled their 90 overs and that was the end of the game. No, well, apparently, no. <laughs> I could be wrong. What, what the obscure rule is, is um, we bowled our overs so quick. Like, yeah. we bowl a lot of spit and Ollie bowls a lot of overs. Apparently, you have to bowl through to six o'clock, no matter how many overs you bowl. Oh, right. So, okay. theoretically, like, say it's a close game and they're sort of coming in on a target, we'd have to, like, Slow keep bowling and yeah. give them more sort of overs. But anyway, yeah, bowled the 90, shook hands, and that was it. So, um, for the bowlers, Ollie Arkansas, four for 59 from his 21 overs. Um, look, I did have a chat to Ollie on Sunday night. He might have suggested. Should have potentially been seven fucks. He did have three, <laughs> uh, three catches dropped off his bowling. Um, hard's put on down at slip. That might have been a bit tougher, but those without naming names was two probably pretty elementary ones. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, I, I don't think you can be ever under unhappy with four for. Yeah, you don't mean to drop no. catches either. So um, Zach Ferris who might have put one down. Took uh, two for thirty-five from his twelve, and where he grew and gets a wicket as well, and so does Bondi. So, yeah, really complete performance from the first grade. Happy days. I think we spoke about it maybe last week or the week before that we might change it up and do the ones last or something, but I reckon... They keep winning. Yeah, like we can't can, change it now, <coughs> can, can we? You can say, like, oh, we're biased. Like, they're the pride of the club at the yeah, moment, really. absolutely. Like, <laughs> it's just how the way, how it's going. So um, we'll jump into the second grade. <laughs> might yeah, not be the pride of the no. club at the moment. Um, look, it's probably another disappointing week for the first grade. In terms of result, they lost by 104 runs on the first innings. Um Probably never good when you have to bat again. But the game did start pretty well. Um, Mount Lawley win the toss and bat here at Barrender, and Nick Blazovich takes two early wickets and reduced him to two for eight, and you're in the game there. Yeah, well, one night, even on the first day, sort of you take two for eight there, that's pretty good going. But 193, the whole first day, you'd probably be pretty happy with that. Um, what were the what were the thoughts, Lamo, going into the batting innings? Yeah, we were pretty happy. Um, I think 
I think we thought it was a good toss to lose in the end after we lost it because it was still recovering a little bit from the um, the rain during the week, so it was a little bit poppy early. Um, they did manage to get away from us a little bit towards um, in the third session, but it was because of some uh, another obscure rule that Here the umpires um, were saying to us. They were telling us that if we're behind on overrate, we're going to lose premiership points, oh. not, not runs. So we're all Is of a sudden... A well, apparently, but it's not a thing. Like it's yeah, just not yeah. A I was thing. gonna say I didn't think. Ah, well. So we get into a into a sudden panic because we reckon if we, if we bowl them out too quick, then we're gonna lose premiership points. No, but if you bowl them if out, you bowl you them out no, no, no. Quick. But if we bowl them out and we're behind on overs, we still would have lost the premiership points well, according uh, well, to the that's, umpires. That's, so that was a whole thing. But um, so they maybe got twenty or thirty more than we would have liked. But we were really happy with our effort and um. Keegan and Ellis, uh, Keegan four for twenty four. Ellis three for forty three off nineteen, and Blaz three for um, Ellis just continuing to do as he pleases there, playing the Stewie Hepburn role on the two. <laughs> at the yeah, he just seems to just to to just do adequately well every week. Mm. Um, so we jumped to the batting. So yeah, hundred ninety three man all out. Um, that third session, sort of before stumps on Saturday, they probably didn't go the boys, but one or two. Um, four for fifty four at stumps. Ellis Cassidy of twenty six. Probably the only real uh, score of note there, Liam. And I think, look, without sort of putting the boys to the sword, I think what I sort of heard was there was some dismissals late on Saturday that some of the boys would like to have back if they could. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, a couple going down the wickets in sort of last half an hour was, was a little bit disappointing. They had two spinners that were bowling pretty well. But, yeah, I, I think you're right. I think they'll they'll take those again, I think. Uh, it's all a learning experience. But, um, unfortunately, Sunday morning didn't go heaps better. So the inning sort of folds all out for 89. Um, David Cameron batting at number three, I believe, the... 34 Reading there, probably the only four resistance. The anchor. Mate, I've got the greatest story about that. Right. I, was, I, was, um, I was having a chat to Lincoln on Sunday, uh, Saturday night, and he goes, um, yeah, DC, mate, he just anchored us all day today, <laughs> like completely out of the realm. And for those that may not know, DC's been known as the anchor of the innings in the past. The anchor slash the big fella. When he wants to turn it on, and he anchored hard. And we got to see see both uh, personalities, because he um, became the big fella when he said, all right, boys, we Get sending, getting sent into bat again. I'll go straight I'll back out. There. Yeah, <laughs> I'll think, go back out. There. Yeah, hot hand. I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, boys get sent into the DC. There was a shift in the batting order there with DC going out to open and Lincoln down to number three. Um, look, in terms of a positive, the second innings looked a lot better. Um, before the boys shook hands, he got to four for 161. Um, Ellis making 49. Our own Liam Hindle contributing 39. Uh, Ethan Smith making 26 and Lincoln Joy making 25. Yeah, I think it happens a lot where you get to the second innings and there's just that sort of freedom a little bit to get through it. But even so, to avoid getting trundled again is probably a good thing. Uh, Liam, 39 for you in the second innings. Uh, how did you feel? You batted? Yeah, I felt um, felt pretty good. I think in the first innings I was a little bit, little bit disappointed because I felt in good form and then and then nicked off to um, what I think was a, was a decent rock. So it was good to just get some runs under the belt and first real time I spent some, a lot of time out in the middle. So, yeah, I was pretty happy. Yeah, it can be a positive in those second digs, especially early in two-day cricket, get some time out in the middle and actually... Yeah, there's no point shaking hands at one o'clock. Like, you no. might as well get something out of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, yeah, obviously disappointing. I think the two's there, but you look at the... Even so, you sort of look at the team and there's a lot of inexperienced players there. And um, with some potential light sort of shifts this week in terms of state players returning, I'm sure they'll get some good players back on that side. And yeah, exactly. So good learning experience, I think, for some of the young players in that team. The team at CY O'Connor Village Pub are very proud to be sponsors of the Williston Dragons. Even though the pub burnt down in June, they want you to know that the fire is not going to stop them and they'll be back bigger and better than ever. Committed to a full rebuild, they'll also be opening a pop-up beer garden and drive through bottle shop, stocking all of your favourites including their delicious Metaluca farm beef and lamb produce. 
Opening soon, it's a precinct with everything you need for a great day out, post-game celebration, or supplies for an epic barbecue at home. Thanks to CY O'Connor Village Pub for their ongoing support of the Willerton Dragons. Alrighty, Camo, we'll move on into the third grade uh, wrap-up. Obviously, I, I was there, but I'll, I'll let <laughs> you, you went, walk um, us through so it. So I lean on you a bit here, Bex. Um, another thriller, but we're on the wrong end of it again, unfortunately, or you blokes, where I should say. Um, yeah. Went down by two wickets with the two balls to spare. So, um, yeah, the boys batted first. It was a bit of a change in the order with um, Zach Maud and Stuart Smith, a new opening partnership there. Um, those boys put on 50, looked pretty solid from what I was seeing over on the ones ground. Yeah, very much so. I mean, we lost uh, DC, Link and Dev all up this week, who were three of our well, opener number three and number six bat last week. So I uh, had to change it up a little bit, um, get a few blokes up the order. So Brayden Lee, first game of threes, batted at yeah, three Yeah, batted at number well. three, so, yeah. which is good for a young bloke to get that sort of experience. And um, did really well, yeah. They, they all looked real confident. It was actually a bit of a tough pitch to score quickly on, score easily, um, but they all got themselves in and played really well. Yeah, there was like a lot of contributions up and down the order just looking at that scorecard and the boys sort of, I think everyone might have been in double figures or yeah. possibly close to Yeah, except Gleeso, unfortunately. Gleeso made nine. Oh, so hit, just about, Hit yeah. a huge bomb though. Well, <laughs> it, was, it was a good one. Um, uh, that's what you play for. Yeah, no, it was actually a really good team effort. Sort of, we probably didn't, um, we only lost wickets at the end because we started trying to go yeah, for it. Yeah, because I think the sort of update I got was like four for 150 in the sort of 35th and you yeah. think, oh, you can go... Really 200 plus, but 7 for 202. Take it every day. Yeah, still a really good store. So um, the top score is there. Stu Hepburn, 35. Um, Shocking. Continues his good form. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, Zach Moore, 29. Apu Sharma, 27. And But what did raise an eyebrow for me was seeing five penalty runs on the score sheet. So do you want to talk us through that, Vex? I don't know how many times you've seen one just miss the helmet, but we finally actually got one to hit. (laughs) And there was this real moment of it's gone, and we're still like, oh, And it hit it. Everyone's just kind of gone like, yeah, so we won't know, like, do we celebrate hard or is this just like a, yeah, how's it going sort of thing? And But they called it a dead ball, so we actually ran two as well. Yeah, and I think that's the correct application of the rule. Is like, it? Because um, I wasn't worried and then it got down to the last over. I was like, geez, wouldn't mind it, those extra two runs. <laughs> yeah, like, they came through. Um, yeah, so when the bowling innings, the scorecard didn't necessarily tell heaps of a story, so I'm probably on no. a year a bit back. So, um, it, yeah, it was an interesting one. Like, they... We bowled really well at the start. We kept them quite um, tight, sort of got a couple of wickets, and they had a couple of younger guys come in that weren't scoring that quickly. Um, and sort of me and Zach actually said it at one point. We are sitting there going, geez, wouldn't be bad to let these guys bat for another 10 overs here, going at two and over. Um, but unfortunately, we actually got one of them out, and then CJ Galt came to the Yeah, I thought um, probably shows my Duffyism, but I thought, is that like the... Old Collingwood Ruckman who plays for Swan Districts. <laughs> His name's Colin, not Colin. Corey, yeah. so <laughs> that'll help you. Yeah, he might have made 94, so built the innings around him a bit. Um, so Came yeah. out in his first over. Second ball, whacked a six off Bridgie, straight back over his head. Not sure. Dot six, dot six in his well, first wait. over. And we are like, oh, okay, this could, be, uh, this could be a tough one here. But, yeah, he unfortunately just absolutely whacked us. Can you talk us through the final over sort of calculations and what the story was there? Because I know um, it went down, right down to the wire. But. Yeah, so they, he came in needing 140 off 22 overs or something. It was like pretty much bang on six and a half and over. Um, and we were like, okay, that's, there's a lot, of, a lot of runs left to have. Um, and he scored 94 of them. Literally would go dot, dot, six, one every over. So, well, that's seven and over. And he did it for... 20 overs to keep us out there. Probably just beaten by the, like a pretty good player there, it looks yeah. like. So, um, um, he actually, so last over, the second last over, they needed 12, I think it was, um, and he hit me for a six. 
fun. Then he hit me, <laughs> hit me for a single and was up the other end. Um, so he's then balls coming out to point. He's taken off. His partner's called no. He's gone to turn and done his knee and ended up on a heap in a heap on the ground. Midwicket. So the Mid-wicket. interesting thing here is, do you run him out? Uh, well, we we did. I, th- I think <laughs> that's the right thing. I think like. I I said that like I wasn't sure he was one hundred percent injured, which I was true. But I was sort of like I looked over, saw him on the ground, went. Oh yeah, please, please throw it, throw it. We'll take him, and then it was ah, oh, he's actually hurt himself quite badly here. Yeah, it's an interesting thing. Like I think, look, you play the game according to the laws. Yeah, he's crazy. It's unfortunate in either case. But. Yeah, we had a moment like sort of helped him off. So, oh, sorry, mate, got back in the huddle. And then we were like, boys, we're on you. <laughs> like, we, we've actually got a chance now. Oh, we don't wish injury on anyone. No, obviously, but, but yeah. um, yeah. And then the last over, Stu bowled really well, uh, but we just didn't have enough runs, and they got a couple away and managed to win it. So, so through the bowling card, um, Stu Hepburn again, like we seem to say every week, uh, three weeks again for Stu, three for 34 from his 8.4 overs. Um, yeah. Gave himself the responsibility of bowling the last. So he's yeah. a braver captain than I'd be, to be honest. We Honestly, we bowled really well. Like, everyone bowled quite well. Um, we didn't do a whole lot wrong to, to lose that game. And you'd, we we may have got close to getting old mate out early, um, but we could, didn't get the decision go away. But it's just, yeah, we... We'll play a lot worse games of cricket and win than that one, I reckon. The game's the game. So yeah. we'll jump into the fours. So we got back on track with a pretty good win. Um, Mount Lawley set him a total that they chased down for the loss of five wickets with 20 balls to spare. So um, Aaron McCall wins the toss and bowls again, which seems to be a bit of a theme of this four season. Yeah, classic. <laughs> um, so Mount Lawley put on nine for 162 from their 45 overs. Um, yeah, Taz has been in pretty good form down yeah. there in the fours. And yeah, four for 27 for him. So that just continues. Yeah, he's uh, leading that attack quite strongly. But what I did see as well is another three for, for Bevan Hargrave. Yeah, so what does he bowl, Bevan? Because I can't leggies. say ever. Leggies. Yeah. It's, um, it's good fun to see him take wickets because it's always entertaining when he's bowling. Like, yeah, I love Bev, but you never really know what's going what's gonna to happen <laughs> when he's trundling. So it's good to see him take a couple of three fours. Yeah, um, James Scott and Ian D'Souza also win the wickets there. So, you know, batting innings... Um, Got off to a good start. 68 run opening, 68 run opening partnership between Rakeh Farage and Chris Elliott. So, I think probably in the lower grades it might have been a bit short of runs and partnerships at times, but yeah. that looked like a really good start to a good chase. Yeah, definitely. Obviously, Spaff's got a lot of experience down there, and um, Rakeh has been really good this year. He's come in, and scored runs, you know, got him, got us off to a good start pretty much every game. There's a bit of carnage in the fours this week though. Um, Liam, there's a, a sniper at B two. Yeah, <laughs> can you talk me through this? Um, well, so Spaff went down injured first. Mm-hmm. He really? tweaked his groin or yep. something, so couldn't run. I mean, that's not too different to normal, <laughs> but he couldn't quite run as fast as he normally does. And then um, what happened, Liam? Yeah, so um, my father, Mark Hindle, was sort of... Um, yeah, I, I'm I not sure what he was on. I, I haven't seen Sorry, the scorecard. Four, but four retired out because I saw that. He went back, turned one to the square leg, and then um, just just popped. Like, he, he just cooked his... Um, he's done his Achilles tendon. Yeah. So completely, yeah. completely gone. I had to pick him up, I had to drive him home that night, and he's apparently only got ten to fifteen percent of the uh, ligament still attached. So he's wow. done it good. Yeah, yeah, because well. yeah, um, Spaff did say, like, sort of looking at his calf, Achilles tendon sort of area, it was like a really big like mass Bunched sort of thing. Up, so yeah. I think might have been Achilles tendon possibly like snapping and yeah, straight there, so down. Not a great, so, yeah. not a great oh. sight, but they did get the win for him. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, um, after that good opening partnership, they lost three for 11. So Chris Elliott, Ryan Elliott, and Rayco Barrage were out for decent sort of scores. But then Blake Third and Bevan Hargrove put on 61 to bring that total further within reach. 30 hit a bomb as well, it looks like he has. I'll be excited to bail him up tomorrow and see what happened there. <laughs> but um, yeah, good to see sort of you know, Bev being down there. And in that sort of situation, I've seen plenty of our teams go from three for 78 to 
you know, six for a seven for a hundred from there. So to watch two blokes go out and put on another 80 runs or something from on, there is really good. On that partnership of uh, Bev and 30, apparently, like, had to withstand a lot of, like, just good bowling for 10 overs. And then 30 just, like, was like, nah, I've had enough of this. And just started <laughs> boning them everywhere, apparently. Nice. Jared said... Pull shots, cut shots, yeah. straight drives, everything. So 30 just had enough and just thought, all right, I'm going to take this game on. Oh, I'd love to see it. But, um, yeah, good win for the fours back on the W list. Good win for the fours. And we'll jump into the 17s. Uh, the 17s and the 15s had some 20-20 fixtures this week. And the 17s had a really good win. Uh, 60 runs, obviously a pretty good margin in the 20-over game. So <laughs> uh, the boys batted first, made five for 120 from their 20-overs. Uh, Ethan Smith makes 39 opening. Braden Lee makes 26. So those boys... Obviously contributing in the juniors, well, the seniors, and uh, Zade Buckland made 23. So, yeah, pretty good score, 5 for 120 in a underage 2020. 120 is going to win you most games under 17s in the uh, in the T20s. Probably might not win it by a double the other team's <laughs> score. but uh, Yeah, interesting scorecard seeing Mount Wall, they're restricted to 6 for 60. Yeah. So, possibly, um, could they put the foot down a bit harder? No, we'll, take, we'll take a win. Um, some good bowling figures all the way through. So, all these boys bowled four overs, and none of them went for any runs at all. So. Wow. Uh, Adjit Powell seeing two for 15, Kaida Souza one for six, Braden Lee one for 14, and then Zach Blazovic none for six, and Yetzmin Kanagara none for 16. So I'm actually a big fan of just five bowlers, max yeah. overs each. Like, it just makes me happy <laughs> when I see it. So none of those boys going above fours is nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty restrictive. And we'll jump into the 15s. Uh, their game was a little closer. They managed to get a victory by eight runs. So, uh, again, batted first, made seven for 91 from their 20 overs. Uh, Blake Stephen... Making 35 probably holds that innings together. Yeah. Um, captain, again, stepping up. He's sort of been a really strong player for them the last few weeks. I think we mentioned his name a few times. So make 35 opening. Uh, it's always pretty nice in the T20. It is nice. And then we restricted Mount Lawley to 8 for 83. So I just fell a bit short there. Uh, two weeks to Rajat Dekmush. Um, one's for Jevon Buckland, Pavisang, Gavender and Liam Capes all chipping in there so two for two in the juniors fixtures is nice is that two for two two weeks in a row or, no the 15s went down didn't they last they week? did yeah that's unfortunate but good to see them back in the winners list then rv solutions is proud to be a sponsor of the willis and dragons for another year rv solutions are the exclusive dopey distributor of wonderland rv and pro rv caravans and are australia's leading food van builder conveniently located in rockingham they are a family-owned business that understands the individual needs of every caravan traveller, shown by over 100 five-star Google reviews. Need a caravan service? Mention WDCC when you book in and get a free external van wash. RV Solutions. Caravan sales, spares and repairs. Thanks to RV Solutions for their ongoing support of the Williton Dragons. Alrighty, Camo, we'll move on. Uh, so that was a lovely wrap-up of all the games, as we always do. We'll go on to the uh, what's quickly becoming a, a two-man race at this point. Yeah, like, well, well two-man race, but, like, I think a lot of blokes try to act cool with this medal. I'm like, yeah. oh, it's just a silly little podcast medal, mate. Like, I've had all sorts of blokes bar out <laughs> to me and, like, saying, oh, can I get a vote, can yeah. I get a vote? Like, <laughs> oh, it's unbelievable. It's, I think... I wasn't expecting it to just be sort of... No, nor I. No, like this big. But uh, the Bremer Bay Resort Becker Kempton medal is obviously what we're talking about. Uh, 3-2-1 votes across the grades each week. Who have you given them to this week, Camo? We actually had a bit of a wide variety to choose from. We did. There was a lot of strong performers. Um, Look, you'll call me first. There's one standout, obviously. Yeah, there is one standout. (laughs) Um, You'll call me first great bias again, but my one vote's gone to Ollie Arkansas. um, 30 with the bat and then four for whatever it was, 50-odd 50 50 with the ball. 20 yeah. Overs, yeah. yeah um, bowled a lot of overs straight, just bowled nice and straight. Nice yeah. and straight, pardon me. Um, 
few big wickets. So, yeah, good week for Ollie, and he's really establishing himself as a first-grade player. Um, yeah, definitely. Two votes for Stu Hepburn, seem to say it every week. Um, contributing the bat this time as well, 35, and then the three wickets for Stu. So, yeah. There's a question here in terms of Stu perhaps might not want to elevate himself up the grades potentially, where there might be a spot there for him. Oof. Controversial. So, look, this medal, it's meritorious to some extent, obviously. Yeah. But more for the sake of content, like, is that the sort of thing we're accepting? I think we could, I think we have to keep the integrity of the medal. If if Stu wants to... Mate, I gave Bex a vote last week. Like, <laughs> yeah. The integrity of that medal yeah. is If Stu wants to gone. forego his own integrity, that's up to, to him. To win the BK medal, yeah. Well, at the end of the day, you know, you've got A-graders that are probably too good for A-grade playing. So it's only fair that there's, <laughs> there's people that are too good for the lower grades playing Yeah, speaking as well. of A-graders that are too good for A-grade, uh, drum roll, please, my three votes went to Aaron Hardy for 179. Shocking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, done, Aaron. well done, Aaron. If you make 179 cricket runs, um, you'll probably get the three votes yeah, from there, me. Yeah, there won't be many And you times. get a sound effect. I'm yeah. happy to call that a rule. But yeah. If you make 179, I'll give you the three. Three votes, regardless. Um, uh, Cameron, who did you go for? Well, I went a bit different, so I actually managed to change it up a bit this week, which is good. Uh, I went for Ellis Cassidy with the one vote. Yeah, Ellis um, is... Oh, Sorry, well, no, I was just going to say, like, obviously the team didn't perform that well, but you know, it's not a team medal; it is an individual. Um, he made forty-nine top scored in, or second top scored in the first innings, top scored in the second, and took three for. Yeah, I think I had to give him a vote for that one. Yeah, the twos haven't obviously gone that well to start the year, but I think Ellis can probably consider himself a bit unlucky. This yeah. is his first vote. Like with bat and ball, he's been a really good performer. Yeah, exactly. He's just had Stewie Hepburn doing slightly better than him each week. <laughs> <laughs> um, I gave my two votes to Keg, Ollie Arkenstall. I thought the four fight and the 30-odd, um, especially that 30 sort of coming in when he did and really kicking that score from like a 280 to, yeah, to a, a, huge... a 340. Obviously, Hard's helped with that one. but um, And then the four for as well. I thought that was well worth the two. And I have given the three votes to Aaron <laughs> as well. Sure. So, yeah. Uh, Stu missed out on votes for me. First time. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about through that one? Uh, I just, well, just thought there was other performances that were better. Yeah. I don't know. Mm, it's interesting because we know Stu, like, in a crowded field, he is one of... The blokes who make yeah. sure he's in areas where he's um, getting votes. Uh, it was quite funny. On Saturday, we were standing there and he was bowling while Aaron was on about 100 odd and just smashing him. And um, I was standing there going, Stu, there's your three votes out the window, <laughs> mate. You're going to have to start well, doing like, something. <laughs> as you boys sort of trundled over to the ones game and like, you've obviously had a pretty disappointing loss. And yeah. like, I see Stu, I'm like, oh, I'm like, it's like, Oh, yeah, no, whatever. I'm so for votes. And I'm like, mate, <laughs> come on. You don't play for votes. You play. Priorities, yeah. priorities. Um, we'll, get a, we'll get a leaderboard up, obviously, during the week of that one. I've lost track, so uh, hopefully Hardy, I think it'd be Hardy, Hardy clear at Hepburn, then Bancroft. Yeah, somewhere around there. Um, but we'll move on to the uh, second most coveted award, the CY O'Connor Village Pub Senior Player of the Week. And yeah, I wonder who this is Yeah, there, I think there's no shock here. Uh, for the second time, Aaron Hardy. <laughs> Is I'm just going to keep saying it, 179 not out. Not out <laughs> in A-grade cricket. Daddy 100. Yeah, big daddy 100. Um, so that actually what that does now is Stewie Hepburn's the only one-time CYO Connor Village Pub Player of the Week because Hards, Hards and Bang have won it twice. I think the way you can flip that set is like there's 44 cricketers or senior cricketers the club's pointing out every week. Yeah. Three blokes have won it. Yeah, like, come <laughs> across on. five else, grades. Someone yeah. else stand up for God's sake. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um but hopefully, in the coming weeks, we get a few more. I'm sure we'll up. get a few. Feel free to chuck the pads on, Camo. Yeah. <laughs> well, I might have to. Yeah, we weren't far away from it, I reckon, the fours <laughs> on the weekend. Um, yeah, we've already gone over Aaron's innings in great detail, and I don't think we could 
we, we've already put through enough superflu- uh, superlatives about I can think it. of some more if you like. But no, <laughs> Maybe next week when he goes again. Um, <laughs> next 270. <laughs> and the Muleman's Junior Player of the Week this week, uh, we had a look through. It's tough with the T20s. There's Yeah, there's not really probably standout performers as you might expect in like a two-day fixture. Yeah, exactly. Um, but we gave it to Blake Stephen, the captain of the under-15s, for his 35 or 41 opening the batting. And four overs for just seven runs. Yeah, that's a really good all-round performance in a sort of 15s T20 where the runs are probably at a premium. So yeah, yeah he's done really well. Very key performance there. So good for him. And uh, we'll make sure he gets his Muleman's voucher in the next week or so. Um, I actually haven't come up with Bex's best yet. I've been stewing on a few. So we'll have to come back to that later. Um, well, what we can jump into is um, last week in our sort of last segment, we did sort of, well, we allegedly wanted to have a raffle of like, what amount of runs is the club in total going to score this week in the yes. semi grades? Um, and it was going to be all over the socials, so that was, we got a lot then, of guesses. Um, I must not have seen it, or like I'm sure it went up. I think uh, it went through. Like it, I think it just went over your your. I don't know what to yeah. say. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> I completely forgot. Got to the end of the week and had about six posts to do. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Just <laughs> nah, it's forgot. all right. It's all good. We, but did, we had a good guess. We did yeah, have we did a very. Good guess. I don't reckon anyone would have beat it if we had put it out in the socials. Now, I have to say, I was pretty happy with myself because I guessed 942. And the total was actually 958 across the four grades, uh, including second innings. There was a debate as to whether the spirit of the award um, merited the inclusion of those follow-on runs, but yeah. we just went for it. Oh, it's just yeah. all total runs, I yeah. think. So, um, But we did have someone get closer than me. Uh, Callum Rogers actually messaged mm-hmm. in with a guess of 950 yes, on the dot. Yes, eight runs off, so he did very well. New member of the Dragon family. Could yep. have him involved and Aquinas boy. Good mates with Ollie Shuck. Arkenstall and Isaac and all those sort of boys, so good to have him around. And, and um, so am I in those, all those sort of boys? Like, yeah, you are. You are. You're a step ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hang on. Yes, I'm sure he enjoy his, uh, his voucher to CYO Connor Village Pub. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Cameron, you better come up with the Bex's best. Yeah, okay. Well, what I'm going to do is I've... Um, well, I've been thinking about it a lot. And I don't the, think you have. The, the, I, think, I think if you had, you would have come up with one. I honestly have, but um, what I wanted to do, I wanted to give it to uh, a a couple of players, all right? So okay. uh, I wanted to give it to Zach and Braden Lee Zach in the threes because yep. I know this might just be home field Zach advantage. Mowat. Zach Mowat in the threes, yep. Um, but they came back into the team this week, or in Braden's case, his first game, and got thrust into opening the batting and bat three. And came out and made 30-odd each, looked really good, really strong, um, and set us up for a really good performance. So it's a double-edged Bex's best this week. But, yeah, I think that was a deserved. Yeah, Zach seems like a really lovely guy. Like, he must have seen me wearing the court hat in, yeah. like, the car park. It must have been, like, at Fletcher if he was going to come up and, like, shook his hand, introduced myself. Like, Mate. my impression was, like, lovely, lovely guy. Amazing addition to the team, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very good. Uh, great cricketer, great bloke. So perfect and well-deserving Bex's best winner. Tick, tick. Well done, Zach. Yeah. ESA Sport, making every sporting moment epic. Looking for professional coaching, sport apparel, team wear, or promotional marketing items, including memorabilia? Then look no further than ESA Sport. They provide professional coaching for AFL, basketball, cricket, golf, and netball, and are leaders in providing first-class coaches tailored to suit your requirements. Whether it's a one-on-one session or for a group, ESA Sport have you covered. They also specialise in arranging sports legend appearances to your workplace or sporting club. Whether it's for a fundraiser or a motivational talk, they have you covered. Thanks to ESA Sports Agency for their ongoing support of the Williton Dragons.
Alrighty, welcome back. We'll get on to the last section of today's pod. We've just had a bit of a break here, um, so we're refreshed and ready to go, Camo. We are, believe it or not, more technical difficulties. Uh, first and last time that's going to happen, I'm sure. Yeah, shockingly enough, uh, we have had to wait for Liam to charge his <laughs> laptop a little bit, but that's all right. We're uh, we're through to it now, and I'm uh, I'm just trying to get up my 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 cricket or my my club app uh, fancy team for the first. Uh, first grade comp. So I, this is like the thing that would be up my alley perfectly, but I just had no idea this existed. Like I thought Bex was joking about it when he mentioned it in our first podcast. Like um, Bex, can you talk us through like sort of how this came about and like how many blocks doing it that sort of thing? Yeah, well, there's a, um, this company started up last year, I think, and they do it for a bunch of people around Australia. It's called My Club Tap, um, and they literally it's a one bloke, isn't it, or a couple of blokes that sort it out himself, and they do all the stats and everything and give everyone like um prices it's proper fancy stuff uh, i think it's what, 35 40 people signed up for the premier cricket one at the moment no um i'm sitting in 24th position of like 35 because he yeah. went he didn't start too well I'm aware no of that. um my team's not great uh and one person one, one spot ahead of me is one zach ferris oh no yeah from the drag so i'm quite disappointed to be losing what's him. your team name uh my team name is the shane warns fan club <laughs> um <laughs> Nice. I literally I can't get it up. This is really annoying. You just um, got it up before. I know. This is what's Tending getting me. difficulties. My word. I've got a bunch of Willis and players. Got Isaac in it. Guru. <laughs> Great segment, this. I had <laughs> Guru. <there>. Yeah. <laughs> Very good radio. <laughs> Great radio. Freestyle as Bex tries to. Okay. So my thing is, if anyone wants to send in some trades, tell me who to get in and I'll <laughs> get them in because uh, I'm doing terribly on my own. So I'm going to crowdsource this I for, would hope the, you for have, the future. I would hope you have hearts. Uh No. I thought he wasn't going to be around much. So, yeah, I was going to say, what's the thought process there? Because um, you have bangers, don't you? Yeah, no, nah, I don't have bang either. Oh, okay. I don't think so. so. I'm pretty sure. I got Isaac, Guru, Maddie Hanna, uh, Shane. Um, Maddie's unavailable this week. That could be a possible Is he? Trade okay. Out. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll ha- maybe I should just pay a bit more attention. But, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll move it on to that because we are lucky enough to be joined today. Unfortunately, we've already had our... CYO kind of village pub players of the week on. So what we've done is we've got Oliver Arkinstall onto the podcast, also known as the Christian Petrarca of Willis and District Cricket Club. Self-titled. Self-titled. Uh, Keg, are you there, mate? Hi, mate. How are you, boys? Very good, uh, Ollie. Thank you very much for joining us at this late hour. <laughs> yeah, no, it is, you've, you have left me stranded a bit here. I was expecting a... Um Seven o'clock call, but it's just ticked over eight thirty. But happy to be here nonetheless. Uh, shockingly, we were disorganised and had technical issues. You can believe that, Ollie. Um, yeah. So yeah. your name is Ollie, believe it or not, but you are better known as Keg around the club, which was a bit of a surprise to me when I first heard of that. Can you talk us through where that nickname comes from? Um, it's pretty self-explanatory. Um, camo. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe a couple of years. Like maybe a couple of years ago. Not so much anymore. Yeah, we're just carrying another fifteen or so keg. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> Do you remember who gave it when to you? When the name came about, um, who gave it to me? It like, might have been Spaff. Yeah, it was Spaff. I think he was calling you Fridge, and then he realised you really didn't like that, <laughs> so he changed it to Keg. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I'm a lot happier with Keg over Fridge, to be honest. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think anyone wants to be Fridge. So at, least, <laughs> at least, at least, Keg sounds somewhat reasonable. I don't know. A relation to beer drinking is a lot better than. <laughs> Well, you have um, you have been known as another name. Someone had did liken you to Christian Petrarca in the past. Um, who was it that gave gave you that one? Oh, 
I think we all know the answer to that one. Uh, <laughs> you can't buy tickets to the cake show. It's sold out. No, it's I think, I think the people in this call do, but for the people out there listening, who, who was it, Ollie? Uh, I'd had a couple of red cordials at the uh, <laughs> presentation night um, at the end of last season, and, and I thought that was a great fit for me. As a, um, and the D's were looking hot at the start the of the year. So hopefully... Well, hopefully, if uh, you do play the Christian Petrarca role, uh, the Drags can do something similar. What are you? What are your thoughts on the start this year? And you know, so, what do you reckon this team's sitting at the moment? Um, we're flying, mate. Everything <laughs> just seems to be. It just seems to be falling into place. I mean, it helps when you've got a couple of big dogs making. If one's not making a hundred, the other one is. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think everyone's just sort of playing their role around those two at the moment, and I think we're pretty well set, even without them. Um, I think everyone's sort of doing their thing. I think if you look down the list, even this week, I mean, young Sanders come in, make runs. Yeah, very um, good to see. Warner, Warner making runs again, shock. <laughs> um, and then just plenty, plenty playing a role with the ball. I mean, Holtie hasn't had the ball much yet. Guru, Guru probably hasn't. Going again, yeah, exactly. So, um, I think there's a lot to look forward to. I think Fez only bowled 12 on the weekend, so there's, there's a lot more there. I think we're getting the job done comfortably without having to really go too hard, if that makes sense. Uh, Keg, you've sort of missed someone there in Aaron Hardy. You obviously had a front row ticket to his just unbelievable form continue on the weekend. Uh, and then you came out and co- contributed as well. So um, how easy does it make it for you when someone's in that sort of form at the other end? Yeah, it is nice to come in in the, in the 80th over with 270 on the board and a bloke on 150 at the other end. But no, he's unreal, mate. He, um, he's making it look very easy at the moment. Um, I think he rocked up to the ground with Two new pairs of gloves, and sort of said, <laughs> oh, "We'll um, we'll need more. I'll need more gloves today. I'm going to have to bat 90." So he um, <laughs> came he's in, in the he's first very much over. In, in control. Yeah, he's very much in control of his game at the moment. So no, good on him, and he's he deserves the runs he busts his ass. So Ollie, um, did, he definitely deserves to be getting some success. Did you give Aaron a few tips about what it's like, sort of past the 150 mark? Obviously, you've been there one time <laughs> yourself. Um, did you just give him a few tips of sort of how to get through that 150, maybe even crack the 200? Yeah. Oh, I just let him know that the job was only half done, mate. So, <laughs> despite uh, there only being ten overs left, I think I think we both knew that that he wasn't done. It's actually funny you say that because he did get to about one fifty, and you'd think someone there probably has a license to just do what they want. And I think he sort of he said to me at the end of maybe the eighty first, eighty second, we're on maybe two sixty. He said, "I'm gonna I'm just gonna bat ninety because um, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll make two eighty if I get out." Um, and sure enough, he does the ninety. We make three forty. So different game. At the moment. For those who, for those who don't know, Ollie made a sensational two hundred and seventy-two in in under <laughs> fifteen. So for those that well, that went over their heads, so a bit of a little highest recorded score on my cricket for the Dragons in any any grade. Um, Ollie, uh, obviously we we got you on this week because I think this is actually your first time on the pod. You didn't come on last year. It is. This is my. Uh, my debut. Huge. Well, welcome. welcome. It's great to have you. Um, we sort of uh, spoke. A, uh, <laughs> we spoke a little bit about some uh, segments we could have you involved in. So what we thought we'd do is we we thought we'd get you involved in the predictions this week. So obviously every week we try and pick some things that are going to happen, and um, we thought we'd get you involved to have a crack at it this week. How's that sound? I'm excited. You just want one prediction from me, do you? Yeah, well, I, I think you had a couple lined up, so it's up to you whether you want to make it a uh, a combo or maybe a multi of some sort. Yeah, Keg's or... multi was the Ruben name of this segment. Uh, yeah. Do you have enough for us? Or? 
I, I do have a um, I do have a five legger here. <laughs> five legger. There we go. That's a, we're listening. We'll we'll, can, we'll, we'll try and figure out ways it. of how we could actually make it a proper sort of uh, multi thing. But we think we'll just go with a predict like a prediction style and see how it goes for this week. Yeah. Well, would you, would you like the five leg? Lay it on us, mate. Perfect. So my first one is uh, across the senior grade. This fixture will take forty wickets. Oh, I like nice. that. So I don't care how we get them. It could be a couple of teams bowling twice, but there will be 40 wickets. Yeah, second innings included in that. Ah, uh, yes, it is. Um, and a man in form, David Cameron, will make 70 plus this week. 70 plus, oh. wow! Eh? Big fan of that one. The big fella. He's doing well at the moment. Could happen. Um, and also, there will be a an individual score of 100 or more in the threes or fours. In the threes or fours. I like that. Yep, but someone will make 100. Oh, well, we've got some we've got some uh, oil on that on who's who might be coming back in. So imagine if it was the <laughs> the, the big fella that's coming in. Um, what what's the fourth leg, Keg? Um, I've got I've got four or more wickets for Cameron Becker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I thought <laughs> we wanted to try and win this one, didn't Odds we? Have gone through the roof. Yeah, <laughs> I like it um, though. I'll do my best for you. And to finish off, I've just. I've just been informed not long ago that Harry Grigson reckons he's making a return to training <laughs> this week. There it is. He's available for my um, my prediction is that Harry Grigson will miss one of the next four training sessions. Oh, a dollar one that's playing. Up so there. he's not he's not going to. Yeah, <laughs> I like he's, that. He's, he's, he's charged into the group chat saying, "Boys, I'm available. I'll be at, I'll be at both trainings this week." Yeah, um, but I do believe him, but I don't think we'll see him next week. Very nice. Well, I think yeah, I, it's a good one. I, I like the um, I like the format there. I like the style. Um, Camo, we'll go through ours as well, real quick. We'll just add him in there. Um, so last week you, well, I went for the CY Connor Village Pub Player of the Week, being from the twos. I think we should wait till Ollo's off the line. We have to litigate this. Okay, like, good point. Good point. So, All right, we'll go through ours for yeah. this week coming up then. Um, or do we want? To, Oh, we'll just, oh, you know what, actually. Keith can listen to us. So, oh, yeah. thanks for joining us. Um, you're in good form, so keep Pleasure. that going. And, um, yeah, we're looking forward to seeing you being a ones player for years to come. Thanks, boys. Appreciate it. Thank See you, mate. Have a good one. All righty. So now that we've um, moved on from that, we'll get... We're really doing well today. We are. It's, it's late. We're struggling, but we'll get through it. Um, so th- last week's predictions. Now... I went from the player of the week to be from the twos. That didn't happen. That's a Yeah, so you, you initially had no prediction, as I recall, and then you said it wouldn't be like Aaron, Bex, or Shear. And yeah. then were like, hang on, that's three <laughs> players out of 44. So like, I still would have got it wrong as well, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True, but um, yeah, there was, the, there was the suggestion from me and Liam that it probably wasn't quite out there enough, and you yeah. went from the twos, didn't that, come off. Yeah, that's all right, though. Um, but yours, Kemo. So looking back, me and Liam actually discussed this. We thought... It wasn't as outrageous enough as uh, you know. We thought we sort it of might just let you be. fly. You sort of just said it so like. I think I might have even quick. called out Bex. Like, yeah. he's not yeah. you call out Bex, well. and then you just say, "Oh, my prediction like, is for the ones to win," which are like the undefeated team. The idea, there. if you can, I'll take you behind the curtain. The yep. idea was like, ones have a huge fixture to undefeated teams. Yep. Like, we're going to get around them and support them. Yeah. So. And in, I think, look, I, I'm sort of against it, but then you said good win, so it would have to be a good game. We uh, made 340 and bowled, kept them to 260. That's a that's a pretty good win. And it could have been better if the game didn't drift a bit late. Um, look, to be honest, I don't think in hindsight that is out there enough, so I'm happy to it, take a Liam, that. Liam, I'm can. the mediator, and I say point Camo. Oh, oh wow. I'll big. take it. Camo takes it. It was a good win. Lead. It was a very good win. Like, obviously, they, they meandered there in the end, but I think if they were more in the game... 
I don't know what I'm saying. It was yeah. a good, yeah, point to Camo. Point to Camo. All right, wonderful. So, Camo, this week uh, I have gone for, similar to one of Keg's ones, uh, I've gone the threes and fours to score 500-plus runs between them. 500-plus? Yeah, so that's 250 each. Would be very helpful if someone from threes and fours scores a tonne. Well, there's a few um, there's a few layers here in terms of predictions and yeah, stuff. There but um, is. yeah, there's going to be some players returning this week, so going to be some shuffling down the grades. So yeah, they all should be pretty strong. So. Anything could happen, but I'm backing this in. Um, what's yours for this week, Camo? Um, so second grade, I've probably been a bit hard on the last few podcasts, <laughs> to be honest. But yeah, I really think second grade this week are going to have a good week. Um, I think that sort of second batting innings was a good sign, and they bowled well. Like they had them six for not many, yeah. so. I think there's sort of green shoots coming up there. Obviously, a lot of young players, you're probably going to get a bit of inconsistency. Yep. But I think maybe with a few senior heads coming back to really steal that team, I think they're going to have a good win. Yeah, definitely. Uh, they started similar last year as well and then they the finals. Good so. day I've gone for because it is a two-day Saturday, Sunday, just on yeah, the Saturday. Yeah, true, two-weeker. So, so. Uh, batting or bowling, I just expect them to have a good day and we'll litigate that next week if we all have right, to. I like it, I like it. Um, all righty. We uh, we're going to wrap it up there. We've we've gone on for a while. I think it's been a good one so far. I'm sitting on the biggest story in the club, and I have to sit on it for another week. Apparently, oh, that is true. But um, we're we'll, out of time. Yeah, we'll have to build some suspense well, for we're next being week. Off, so. We are being kicked out of the rooms. Um, so make sure you follow and subscribe, and try and leave a five star review. Just yeah, like Josh from Josh Narragin. from Narragin is still the only review, so yeah. someone jump on there. Um, but, yeah, thank you very much for joining us uh, this week again, Camo. Good luck to all grades this week, and uh, we'll see you next week.